This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 144, Helpless. Helpless was the 52nd track on the Flashback box set, 20th song on disc 3. Work on the song began in 1982 and was finished in 2000. In the October 2000 press kit for Flashback, Jeff Lynn wrote, I just finished the whole backing track, orchestra, 30-piece string section on it and everything. And it's just one of those songs I couldn't finish until now. In the liner notes for Flashback, Jeff wrote, 20 years have gone by since I wrote this one too. Must try to finish them quicker. Help me! Somebody help me! I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. And I believe we have a historic moment here in Electric Light Orchestra history of historical, possibly importance. Historosity. There's definitely some historosity going on in this historical history moment of history. I reckon this is the first time Jeff Lynne has ever sang I Reckon in a song, which I like the lyrical spitting out of how it just, the rhyming just one after another with I Reckon for a second. I thought that was, I like that. Did you just say that Jeff Lynne was spitting rhymes? I believe I was, yes. Kind of reminds me of how, uh, at least in that phrase, kind of reminds me of Paul Simon's Boy in the Bubble with he was just spitting out one rhyme after another. Listen up, people! Here's a snippet for Jill. It's a turnaround jump shot. It's everybody jump start. It's every generation throws a hero up the pop charts. Medicine is magical and magical is art. Think of the boy in the bubble and the baby with the babble and hard night. As for the song, well, I guess we are talking about the song, aren't we? It starts out sounding kind of dire, like there's going to be some bad stuff that's happening here in this song. And, and then it just instantly twists around into this bouncy, happy, bouncy little medley. I love it. It's a catchy, fun little tune with all kinds of great wizards in there that I like. You get an orchestra. I dig it. Well, what I appreciate is that the song sounds a lot more like one of their earlier songs even though you can tell it's 80s it's got the strings and everything so it sounds a lot more like one of their earlier pieces from the 1970s so i like that part however i just wish that the song itself was a lot better of a song uh you can tell it's secret messages era because it is all over the place 
we have just one part going into another part going into another part and it doesn't really have any coherence and really the lyrics aren't that memorable either on this one i do appreciate that it sounds a little bit more like classic yellow but yeah it just really needed to be done with a better song but kudos for him bringing back the orchestra instead of just doing a few things on synthesizers. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it till now, but maybe this might be the perfect amalgam of all ELO eras, except for that first bad era. Yeah, I can see the secret messagey part here where it kind of bounces from one tempo to another. Then you get the more popular digestible version of ELO that was 75 to 80 with the strings and all that kind of stuff. So this is this might be a mesh of all all forms ELO for the most part. Well, if you'd like, I can go ahead and make a special remix that incorporates quotes from the Battle of Marston Moor. Yeah, I, I see uh, there are some parts of ELO that should be left forgotten as obscure tracks and that's that's one of them and the ear crushing abuse of over 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 celloing that that stuff can stay back where it is i envision a song with a thousand cellos <sighs> eh, eh, eh. as long as we don't have a thousand roy woods playing them i was thinking of actual cellists that might yeah that might save it This is something I never picked up on until I looked into the song. Apparently, Jeff Lynne accidentally borrowed the beginning of this song from Paul McCartney's Jet. I listened to the two side by side. I was like, yeah, he did, didn't he? hear it just without the jet (laughs) strings were back it was nice to hear them but for the most part yeah it could have been a much better song not much more to say about this one well i'm pretty happy with it as is everything really wrapped up nicely Hmm, much quicker than usual got something to say about helpless then call the telephone line voicemail six two three eight five oh three three seven five call now Go to hell, everybody. It's me, that Donna guy, and behind that Xanadu site. And here's my take on Helpless. The real sharker with this track is that it has taken so long for it to see the light of day, as this is a buried treasure. A recorded piece of over-the-top pop that, I guess, it was too pop for secret messages. To start off, Jeff throws you into the thick of it with chanting of the title, and then after an ever-so-slight pause later, we go into the streamlined gliding verse with a constant beat and flowing electric piano. Then comes the chorus in two parts, that intro again, and then into a piece that glides into the second set of verse and chorus. Only this time, Lewis Clark is giving enough headroom to perfectly pick things up even further. It's almost as if each section was put together perfectly like a puzzle. The only real hang-up here is that old rock and roll tradition of pronouncing the words without you as without you. 
Yeah, it's a minor complaint and a ton of old rockers have done this, but the energy is so aggressive and abundant that every small detail, good or bad, is amplified and my eardrum has a chew itch to scratch. Thanks guys. Well, hey, this is Dr. Troy with my thoughts on Helpless. This is another one of those, as Jeff mentions in the liner notes for flashbacks, another one of those 20-year-old songs that he finally finished. And I do think this song would have made a great addition to ELO in the 1980s. I think it would have fit on either Secret Messages or Balance of Power. I think it would have been a better fit on the latter. But also, and I can't help but make this comparison, I think it sounds like a great lost cut from George Harrison's album, Cloud Nine. I know I've been mentioning that album a lot lately because I really love it, and I think this song, just like Love Changes All, would have fit nicely on that album. And, yes, maybe for the Traveling Wilburys, too, with a little tweaking. But it's just a great song, and I wish that he would have finished it back in the 80s. One thing I like a lot about this song is the slightly off-key backing vocals. And they sound like they're being sung through a vocorder, and Jeff's kind of doing what came to be known, I think, as the nickelback effect, except Jeff does it much better because Jeff knows what he's doing, and Chad Croker does not. But I kind of like that slightly off-key. And towards the end of the song, it's like Jeff is doing a call-and-response with himself. I'm helpless, 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 helpless. I love that. And again, I know I pick on Nickelback a lot, but I mean, really, what are Nickelback fans going to do to me? Give me back incorrect change at Starbucks? I mean, ooh, I'm really scared. But anyway, that's all for this week. I'll talk to you next week. This is Troy. My name's Alan Stair. Who cares? And I'm his wife, Donna Stair. You're not a cop, are you? Join us for the WKRP cast. It's a week-by-week, episode-by-episode podcast, giving you a chance to re-watch, review, and re-love WKRP. Tons of trivia, stories, background information, and when possible, interviews. Don't miss the WKRP cast. Subscribe now, available every Tuesday. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Happy Without you, I'd be helpless. Without you. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. The most amazing part, to me now, is that I'd get all these tracks finished, all the backing and orchestra on in the studio right and it's all there's like pianos guitars orchestras going choirs singing and i hadn't done the words yet and done one word so then that was the hard bit sit down in the hotel room and write the words and on the very early albums 
I used to do them like in the van on the way down to the studio. Because that the words were like, oh shit, I gotta do the words. And I had to do them, and I had to actually corner myself to do them. You know, it's just one of those things, I don't know why. But luckily I, I managed to get some for all these. Because otherwise we end up with like just these enormous backing tracks with nothing on them. It was better though, it was the only way I could do them. You know, I couldn't just sit down and do odd ones and I'd go, oh, nah, it's crap. I'd have to panic in, be panicked into it, you know, and cornered. And so, and that's how I did them. And I'd probably knock out probably four or five sets of lyrics in a, in a day or something. It's, it was a bit of a, sort of a daft thing or <laughs> a different approach, I'll put it like that. <laughs> like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song! Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 145, Who's That?